Welcome to the Pearl of Great Price podcast. Thanks for joining us today. It's the 24th of October. And on this day in Christian history, we go back to the year 1260. We travelled to Chartres in France, about 15 miles southwest of Paris. Today, Chartres Cathedral was dedicated in the presence of Louis IX of France. The cathedral is a masterpiece of Gothic art and was designated a World Heritage Site by UNESCO in 1979. It also is a great testament to resilience and perseverance, as at least five churches have occupied the site since the Diocese of Chartres was formed as an Episcopal See in the 4th century. With each building replacing an earlier building, damaged by war or fire. The American director Orson Welles, in one of his films, stands outside the beautiful cathedral and eulogizes. Now this has been standing here for centuries. The premier work of man, perhaps in the whole Western world, and it's without a signature. Shot. A celebration to God's glory and to the dignity of man. You know, it might be just this one anonymous glory of all things. This rich stone forest, this epic chant, this gaiety, this grand choiring shout of affirmation. Which we choose when all our cities are dust. To stand intact, to mark where we have been, to testify to what to what. We had it in us to accomplish. The first church dated from no later than the 4th century and was put to the torch in 743 on the orders of the Duke of Aquitaine. And the second church on the site was set on fire by Danish pirates in the year 858. This was reconstructed and enlarged by a Bishop Giselbert but was itself destroyed by fire in 962. A more serious fire broke out on the 7th of September in the year 1020, after which the Bishop Fulbert decided to build a new cathedral, and he appealed to the royal houses of Europe, receiving generous donations for the rebuilding, including a gift from Knut the Great, the King of Norway, Denmark and much of England. The site was already known throughout Europe as a pilgrimage destination due to its famous relic, the Sancta Camisa, said to be the tunic worn by the Virgin Mary at Christ's birth. Even before the Gothic cathedral was built, Chartres was a place of pilgrimage. Firstly is the site of the well of the strong saints, into which it was believed the bodies of various local early Christian martyrs had been tossed. However, it attracted international interest when, in the year 876, the cathedral acquired the Sancta Camisa. According to legend, the relic was given to the cathedral by Charlemagne, who received it as a gift from the Emperor Constantine VI during a crusade to Jerusalem. However, historians think it is more likely to have been a gift to the cathedral from Charles the Bald and there's no evidence for it being an important object of pilgrimage at first. However, in 1194, 
when the cathedral was struck by lightning and the east spire was lost. The Sancta Camisa was thought lost too. However, it was found three days later, protected by priests who fled behind iron trap doors when the fire broke out. Devotion and pilgrimage to the Sancta Camisa then grew. And by the end of the 12th century, the church had become one of the most important pilgrim destinations in Europe. And there were four great fairs, which coincided with the main feast days of the Virgin Mary, the Presentation, the Annunciation, the Assumption and the Nativity. The fairs were held in the area administered by the cathedral and were attended by many pilgrims in town to see the cloak of the Virgin. Specific pilgrimages were also held in response to outbreaks of disease and the crypt of the original church became a hospital to care for the sick. Today Chartres continues to attract large numbers of pilgrims, many of whom come to walk slowly around the labyrinth, their heads bowed in prayer. A devotional practice that the cathedral authorities accommodate by removing the chairs from the nave on Fridays. Labyrinths were found in almost all Gothic cathedrals, though most were later removed since they had distracted from the religious services in the nave. And they symbolised a long, winding path towards salvation. After the fire of 1020, the new cathedral was constructed atop and around the remains of the 9th century church. And the rebuilding proceeded in phases over the next century, culminating in 1145 in a display of public enthusiasm, dubbed the Cult of the Carts. A crowd of more than a thousand penitents had dragged carts filled with building supplies and provisions, including stone, wood, grain, etc. to the site, a sign of how much the local people valued their cathedral. On the night of the 10th of July 1194, another major fire devastated the cathedral and the legate of the Pope happened to be in shot at the time of the fire and spread the word. Funds were collected from royal and noble patrons across Europe as well as small donations from ordinary people. Reconstruction began almost immediately and the major portions of the new cathedral with its stained glass and sculptor were largely finished within just 25 years which was extraordinarily rapid for the time. The cathedral was formally reconsecrated today in October 1260 in the presence of King Louis IX whose coat of arms was painted over the entrance to the apse. The modern-day cathedral is well-preserved and well-restored. The majority of the original stained-grass windows survive intact, while the architecture has seen only minor changes since the early 13th century. No more major fires and the three great facades, each ordained with hundreds of sculpted figures illustrating key theological themes and narratives, are a glimpse into the wonders of ecclesial storytelling. With many similar cathedrals in Western Europe, leading a culture of visual storytelling during a time of widespread illiteracy. 
Unfortunately, many of the cathedrals have been damaged by bouts of iconoclasm during the Reformation or Puritan revivals. However, Chartres remained intact. During the beginning of the French Revolution, a mob attacked Chartres and began to destroy the sculpture on the north porch, but was stopped by a larger crowd of townspeople. The local revolutionary committee decided to destroy the cathedral via explosives and they asked the local architect to find the best place to set the explosions. He saved the building by pointing out that the vast amount of rubble from the demolished building would so clog the streets it would take years to clean away. And the cathedral, like Notre Dame in Paris and other major cathedrals, became the property of the French state and worship was halted until the time of Napoleon, but it was not further damaged. During World War II, the cathedral was saved from destruction thanks to the American colonel, well-born Barton Griffith Jr., who questioned the order that he was given to destroy the cathedral. The Americans believed that Chartres was being used by the enemy and that the steeple and towers were being used as a range for artillery. Griffith, accompanied by a volunteer soldier, instead decided to go and verify whether or not the Germans were using the cathedral. And he could see that the cathedral was empty. So he had the cathedral bells ring as a signal for the Americans not to shoot. Upon hearing the bells, the American command rescinded the order for destruction. But sadly, Griffith died in combat action the same day in the town of Lev, near Chartres, and he was posthumously decorated with the Légion d'Honneur and the National Order of Merit of the French government. In 1594, King Henry IV of France was crowned in Chartres Cathedral, rather than the traditional Reims Cathedral, since both Paris and Reims were occupied at the time by the Catholic League. The League, founded and led by Henry the Duke of Guise, intended the eradication of Protestantism from Catholic France, as well as the replacement of King Henry. The ceremony took place in the choir of the church, after which the king and the bishop mounted the rude screen to be seen by the crowd in the nave. After the ceremony and the mass, they moved to the residence of the bishop, next to the cathedral, for a banquet. The stained glass window of Chartres Cathedral are held to be one of the best preserved and most complete set of medieval stained glass in the world, notably celebrated for their colours, especially their cobalt blue. They cover 2,600 square metres in total and consist of 172 bays, illustrating biblical scenes, the lives of the saints and scenes from the life of trade guilds of the period. The venerated Black Madonna enshrined within was pontifically crowned by Pope Pius IX on the 31st of May in 1855. And every evening since the events of the 11th of September 2001, 9-11, Vespers are sung by the Sheman Nerf community. That's all from the Pearl of Great Price today. Thanks for listening. Join us tomorrow if you can. 
as we look at the life and the work of Geoffrey Chaucer. And this month we've surpassed 10,000 downloads, so thank you to listeners from all over the world for your interest. Today a special thank you to our listeners in Moscow and in Denver, Colorado. Our archives can be found at www.pogp.net and if you have time, please subscribe and share the podcast with friends. Have a lovely day wherever you are and thanks for listening.